What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. I'm no good at taking good advice And I'm self-careless, so don't tell me twice That lately I've been so stuck in my head That I forget just about everything my therapist said Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe we are all self-helpless Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And Merry Christmas for those of you who celebrate. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, Happy ho- all the holidays, Happy Holidays, yeah. Happy everything, <laughs> Happy, holiday. happy, happy Monday. Every- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope it's happy. (laughs) Yes. Hope that you are relaxing, eating some good food. I love this time of year where you, I really can feel like it's a true vacation because I feel like everybody's taking a vacation. Mm. I don't know if you feel that way. It's hard for me to relax when it's a, like a a non-vacation time and I feel like other people are still working. It gives you permission to just be and yeah. you know not a whole lot of doing it's weird because in certain jobs I've had I would sometimes work on Christmas and other holidays mm. but not you know not since you know kind of working for myself and stuff like that so I, yeah. I totally get what you mean yeah so um my new tour called the mark your territory tour mark your territory tour that's oh, so, mark your territory tour <laughs> That's very hard to say. Uh, It is kicking off in just a few weeks. Uh, We had to move the Orlando date to um, potentially the fall or next year. So if you live in that area, stay tuned. But I will be in San Diego in January. And then in February, I will be in Tacoma, Philly, Jersey, Stamford, Connecticut. In March, I will be in San Francisco, Chicago, Minneapolis. And then in April, I'm taping my special in Madison, Wisconsin. I will be um, at the Comedy on State Club, April 4th through the 6th. And the 6th is the special taping night. Um, And then the rest of the dates are Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Vegas, Denver, 
Kansas City, and Timonium, which is the Baltimore area. So that's the first leg of the tour, guys. Go to KelseyCook.com and get some tour date tickets. Fabulous. Um, And I'll be here in my chair. Right here. Yes. You'll catch me right here, baby. <laughs> I'll so be jealous. here. I'll be talking into this microphone. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you can check out my other podcast, Career Crush. You can uh, find it at DelaneyFisher.com, my website. It's a private show, but it's completely free. And we just talk about finding uh, work that you enjoy, that fits well into the life and lifestyle that you want. I interview people from all different industries, backgrounds, just it's just a just a good time over there. Just trying to figure out how to how to be your fullest expression, baby. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are you oh, are fully in your your fullest expression of you. Oh my gosh! Oh. I was gonna say you're recording your recording your special during my birthday weekend. That's how fun. Oh my gosh, that's fun. Right. I know. Yes. So I definitely won't well. forget the dates of your special. Yes. Yeah. Very fun. Um, and then also, you know, with this coming out on Christmas, that means that my podcast with Chad will have been out for a month by now. So Chad, my lovely boyfriend and I, we have a podcast together called the pretend problems podcast. There are new episodes every Wednesday. Um, it will have debuted at the end of November. So if you haven't listened, go, go catch up to the first few episodes and uh, subscribe if you can support the show. Hell Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, um, Kels, I think we have a couple quotables for this episode. Do we not? We do. <laughs> the uh, The topic that we're covering today is advice that we would give ourselves 10 years ago if we could yes. go back in time. So um, we've got a couple good quotes for, for this sort of topic. Um, Nothing will ruin your 20s more than thinking you should have your life together already. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I thought that would resonate with you. So good. And also just like change 20s to life. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing will ruin your life. (laughs) For sure. Yep. Oh, gosh. That is a good one. I enjoy that very much because, yeah, we're going to be talking about what we wish we knew in our early 20s, basically. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, So, yeah. Let's see. Quotes about the past. I found this one. The past is a place to learn from, not to live in. Mm. Mm. Not attributed yeah. to anybody. But yeah, I think that's an interesting one because um, I know for me, it's like when I think about past stuff, it's almost like it creates like this story of who I am, you know, or who, yep. whatever. And it it can be it can be nice in some ways where you think about like I don't know maybe family members who have passed away where you kind of like you got to live in the past for a, a second to like kind of remember a certain moment of joy with them or something like that. But yeah. if it's like living in the past about like yourself or your limitations or your you know feeling guilty about things that you've done, it can really affect how you think you can move forward. You know, like yeah, and you feel like you maybe don't have the control to change something that you actually do if you live in the past for too long. So I think like there's a fine line with like a little bit reflecting on the past, but not feeling like you have to stay stuck maybe. Such a fine line. Yeah. I've, you know, I was actually rewatching Kung Fu Panda, which is one of mine and Chad's <laughs> Such a good one. favorite comfort movies. And there are actually so many great like nuggets of wisdom throughout it for it being a Disney movie it's it is very wise um and there is a lot of emphasis on being in the present but I I agree it's like you do have to uh, reflect and examine 
what has been happening in your past to learn from it. But if you are only ever thinking about the past, of course, that's, uh, that is also not helpful. So yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Whoa. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What did 24 year old Kelsey wish she knew? Boy, like a fuckload. Yeah, I know. I, I like, can uh, tell you that there's too many. <laughs> there's too many. Um, too many. The first thing that came to mind is something I have said before on the show, but I will continue to say it again because I am always surprised at how many women are um, in this boat currently and maybe haven't had somebody in their life be like, "Hey, maybe you should try something else." But yeah. if I could tell 24 year old me something, it would be stop taking hormonal birth control. You crazy bitch. Because <laughs> I uh, I was on ortho tricycline low for, gosh, I think 13 years. And um, it really ramped up my anxiety and irritability. And just, uh, it just didn't agree with my body. And um, they just don't, they don't educate you very well when you're young. I got on it when I was like 17 years old yeah. for acne. Yeah. And... I mean, God, if if you are on it for actual like birth control reasons for for protecting against pregnancy, uh, it's tough because you're taking a pill that is going throughout your whole body when in reality, like if you just need it for pregnancy prevention, that is just a very specific area of your body. And oh God, just the side effects can be brutal and the come down can be brutal once you get off. I just would encourage you if like if you are struggling with some side effects from um, oral birth control, I would look into potential other options. And um, yeah, just I just I wish I would have gotten off of it sooner. Yeah, that's that's a great one. I mean, amen to all that. I'm so glad that I ended up getting off of that. Whatever. Several years back now when we had um yeah dr jolene brighton on the show like mm-hmm. we, did we both get off it around that time yep we had and uh, yeah i mean don't realize how it's affecting you and they don't give you any info like you said like i mean no. it was just like yep yeah, here's this pill but never thought to ask like what could happen like what are the side effects of being on this for over a decade and this yes. and that but yeah it's a big one Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, I think what a big one for me is I wish I could tell 23 year old Delaney start investing now, like start investing, get a financial advisor, get some referrals or DIY some stuff, but just start doing that. Even if it's just a little bit every month, 
your future self will thank you so much to have some kind of a nest egg for um, emergencies or for, you know, retirement one day or for, you know, dreams and goals that you have that you want to fund. Um, And just, I really, really wish that that is something that would have been uh, taught to me as a, as a, you know, a a young person. And um, all I can do now is I just tell my, my younger siblings and especially like my sisters, like, you're meeting with my financial advisor. It doesn't matter if you don't, you know, need yeah. it at this time, but now you know like what your first steps are when you start making money and and all that stuff, but all I can really do is like tell my siblings like, look, just get ahead of that. It'll it'll be good. It'll be great for you. Yeah, I wish that it was taught more um to young people the idea of like even if you're putting $20 in a month, even yes. if it is an amount that you like roll your eyes at yourself of like, well, how could this make a difference? Yeah, I think even if it's not making the biggest financial difference in terms of like monetary value at the moment, you're building a habit. I think it's helping like encourage that part of your brain to think about uh, how can I help future me? And I mean, I could not have been thinking less about that shit when yeah. I was 24 it's so fun that was one of mine um on my list as well oh, was to awesome. like start yeah. start investing start saving even if it's a, a little amount because <laughs> even if you know what you want to do in your 20s which was um it, it was the case for me starting at 22 that's when I started stand up I felt strongly that I knew that that's what I wanted to do and that actually has been the case for me um yeah. it's been how wait no I'm sorry 20 I start that's so funny I did I forgot I started actually at 20 um and so yeah it's been 14 years but uh it just as much as I love my job now and and have this whole time it's like I do start to think more now about retirement and that I don't want to work in this capacity forever I don't want to be traveling like this forever. And yeah, I wish I would have just gotten some shit going a decade sooner. Yes. Even if you are struggling. I mean, I was really struggling financially at 24. Did not have uh, hardly any money to my name. Really living paycheck to paycheck. And, but God, if you just put a little bit away, what a difference that can make. Oh gosh. And I think what really... Uh, what felt like a big obstacle is I thought it was really hard and challenging and I didn't know anything about it. And it literally just took one email, one call with somebody to get everything set up and then everything was automated. It was all set up. I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's done, you know? So it's just uh, yeah. like, ah, I thought I had to like give myself this DIY finance degree from Google <laughs> University. You know what I mean? And I didn't yeah. have to do any of that. I just had to find somebody who is an expert at that thing. And yeah. that's their passion to be in the know about those things. And that's it. So, yeah. oh gosh, there's just so many options. Please just make the phone call. Make yes. the, Take the email, please. You'll, you will thank yourself for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So, um, I also have on my list that I would say to 24 year old me to make having a good relationship with yourself a top priority. Yes. Yes. Like that specifically, because I was in therapy back then, but, uh, there, I don't think there was much of a focus on my actual relationship with myself. 
I think it felt a little bit more about external things, um, you know, relationships I was in or childhood things, which are, I mean, those are both super, super important things to be working on as well. Yeah. But, um, God, I just didn't feel the impact of what not having a good relationship with yourself looks like until my thirties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I wasted a lot of time being so hard on myself and feeling like I was a separate being from like, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I had that kind of mean coach mentality where I would talk to myself in a way that it, it almost like I wasn't talking to me. It was like, I was talking to somebody else. And right. uh, in reality, it's like, you're talking to, you're talking to like little you, you're talking to the you that really actually needs you to be nice to it and forgiving and supportive and, it just was causing all kinds of problems for myself. So I really wish I would have made that a priority sooner. Yeah. So let's say if like little younger Kelsey, like 10 years ago, Kelsey was like, okay, I need, I need to learn how to love myself better. How, what would be like the first steps that you would tell Kelsey to do? Yeah, that's, that's a really great um, question for me in the pandemic. It had started with a lot of um, affirmations and like mm-hmm. mirror talk, which was so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable for a lot of us to look in the mirror in the morning and say, I love you. Yeah. Or like, um, I deserve to be treated well. I, you know, whatever that list is. I had a list back then that actually was like like a TikToker who was really good at that sort of a thing had put out and, and I really loved it. So I don't remember that exact list, but it 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 changed it changed me and i really stuck with it and i just spent a lot of time understanding what i was so resisting like what i was so resistant to yeah and i think that's always a good marker of like if it is hard for you to look in the mirror and say i love you without being like super repulsed by it or icked out or just like ugh fuck that that's typically a good sign that you could use some work on that. Right. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. Starting Thanks. with affirmations. That's great. Yeah. That's so simple too. Accessible to everybody, you know? It's yeah, it's simple yet actually very hard to follow through on and to stay consistent with. Cuz it yeah. doesn't it, it's very uncomfortable. I don't and, think I've truly ever done that in a genuine way. You know? I yeah. I, I really don't think I've tried it, but I've been to be yeah. like, oh, you know. God. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. I was like puking in my mouth doing it for so long because I just was like, Oh my God, this is so dumb. But I think it. a lot of like sometimes when you don't have a good relationship with yourself, it's because you're so worried what other people will think of you. You're like Right kind of living for other people so I would be embarrassed doing it as if people were watching me and I had to be like nobody's in here (laughs) right you live by yourself right now (laughs) it's just you and you so like let that go nobody can see you doing this yeah and it just was like god it, it it changed me I love that. And also like training your brain to tell yourself that you love yourself. I'm sure just becomes like a habit, even if you're not staring at yourself in a mirror saying it's yourself, right? Like just, yeah. it's it, it gets stuck in there somewhere to where you can, you're probably doing it 
more naturally over time or having feelings of love for yourself. That's what I like about it. Like I need to get it into my, I need to get it stuck in my brain. So it has then to it's be programmed. Just, yeah. I just need to program in it. So it's just like, there you go. Yeah. You can like, if you're a journaling yeah. person, you can like end your journal entries with like, I love you. And again, it feels so fucking cringy and gross, but all of those things that people say about like we well, have to love yourself before you can love other people right and I I don't think it's that black and white I do think you can love other people without having a great relationship with yourself but right. I do think you attract not the not the best relationships I will say that yeah. I don't necessarily think yeah. it's like relationships you shouldn't have had to you know learn from and all of that but I think your um the things that are unhealed in you you would also attract mm -hmm. in a partner oh a thousand percent I totally agree I agree with that that quote of like you can't you can definitely love other people but like when you heal your own shit and love your own you know love yourself then the yeah the relationships and situations you get into do change they become different so you're kind of maybe loving yourself more fully than you were before you didn't love yourself as much like you're able yeah. to receive more you're receiving more good yeah I was accepting certain treatment in some of my relationships in my 20s that if I had really loved myself and actually felt like I knew what I deserved I wouldn't have allowed that to happen right but in my mind I was like well I don't think I'm that great, actually. So why wouldn't I be treated like this? Right, right. So yeah. you can't, it's really hard to make boundaries and actually get everything you want if you don't really think that that's what you deserve. If you think that you're asking for too much, right? then it might be coming from a place of that you don't think you deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. A big one for me, is a accomplish I wish I could say accomplishments don't equal self-worth they don't equal Ooh. worth they're not the same oh my god little Delaney let me say it again accomplishments <laughs> do not equal worth and it's okay to do less and yeah. just enjoy your life and your time here and please do some deep work in figuring out that what is driving you is not your truest self it's actually yeah. a trauma response it's conditioning it's all these things that are not you and yeah. um i've really just been thinking a lot about this stuff of like i am really just releasing so much pressure around myself to just accomplish anything like i was talking with um somebody recently and i'm like i just want to enjoy my work enjoy my time and like that's kind of it like i i'm just kind of letting myself not be doing a million things and um part of that is very scary because it feels like you are losing this part of yourself or you're losing this like things that make you special or whatever but when i really think about it also is like when i think about the people i love being around and all of that it has nothing to do with their accomplishments or talents nothing yeah. it has everything to do with how you feel in their presence how they yeah. treat other people like 
when I th- I'm like, I have so many talented people in my life and I've met talented people who are just, you know, and have a lot of accomplishments who are just really lovely and peaceful to be around. And I've met absolute dickheads, you know, yeah. that like, I would never want to be around that person. I don't care how freaking talented, accomplished, whatever, you know, how uh-huh. much money they make, how much status I'm like, ugh, don't know. Thanks. So yeah. I, I have to like really remind myself of like, that's not what matters most at at the you know like at the core of everything um so and I didn't I did not have that going on at 23 I just yeah nope I was so like I I am nothing unless I'm doing 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 and uh god that would have saved me a lot of burnout a lot of confusion a lot of um just a lot of stuff if I could just do a little work on that. Yeah. 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 I'm very proud of you for all the work you've been doing in recent times. Yeah. Right back at you, baby. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, one thing that I would also tell 24 year old me is to live in a place that you love. Mm. And if you are currently living in a place that you don't love, then try to make an action plan of, of how you are going to be able to get out of that situation. And, um, even if it's a ways out, just try to remember it's going to be temporary, but that, uh, to have a long-term goal of not living somewhere where you're miserable because as somebody who has lived in cities where I was very unhappy, you know, when I lived in LA, I never in the like six years I lived there, I never felt at home there. I always felt like my anxiety was very ramped up. Uh, I just, I, I, could find like virtually zero beauty in LA uh even like going to the ocean of course once you're like in the sand looking out at the water for me I was like yes this is beautiful but like what it took to get there I had to drive an hour in crazy traffic and then you have to try to find parking at the beach it was like everything was so hard for me and as somebody who's from the Pacific Northwest your environment up there looks so different than LA. Like there was no part of LA that looked like home to me. 
and then getting to move back up to Washington uh, at the end of 2020 and have those two years there. God, what a difference that made for me, just feeling like the city itself was a friend of mine, which is so corny to say, but it just, like, I knew the city. It looked familiar to me. It felt so good. And then now living in Minneapolis, uh, even though this is my first time ever living here, it looks so similar to me in a lot of ways to the Pacific Northwest. And it just, um, I just feel so at peace when I come home. So yeah, I know that in your 20s, it's sometimes that mentality of like, I have to make these sacrifices for my career. You know, that was the case for me. But um, I, I for a while thought I would have to live in LA forever. And I just like, wish I could tell that version and be like, oh, um, A, you won't have to, but B, like, don't let yourself, like, don't make yourself think that you have to for work because it wouldn't have been worth it for me. I wouldn't have been happy. Yeah. Oh, such a good one. I, uh, amen. It's so weird because, you know, born and raised here, I don't know any different besides visiting other places. And for me, it's always just been about like, um, the difference in happiness where I have not liked living in one neighborhood, but I'm like, I think I'll like living in that neighborhood better. And then it's like, Oh, so much happier in this neighborhood. You know Uh what I mean? But for I, I'm like ugh, I, for I don't know five six years now ever since I started working remotely f- that I'm like oh my god I could live anywhere it, it has been in my head like I don't think I I don't know if I want to end up in LA I, yeah. I I feel like I I could be I could be happier somewhere else and it's just like that where that somewhere else might be at some point is still kind of up in the air, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, but I have that, I have that tug, you know, you know, yes. I, be- I belong in the trees. I be- <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm going to build a tree house in your backyard. You'll see oh, me. And, I'm begging uh, all of my friends to move here. It's so, so tough it's- with, uh, having family in an area but wanting to live somewhere else like uh, that that is such a tough part of it and I'm like oof um but yeah that was a good one um thank you how about you okay so I think I would I would uh, encourage myself to do some self-education in some of these areas um like learning about social conditioning whether it's um you know capitalist conditioning gender conditioning all that kind of stuff and like starting to question your own belief systems and your own conditioning and really trying to figure out like you know what do you believe outside of all of that right like um and learning like who profits off of this type of conditioning that Mm. type of stuff like questioning my beliefs I really wish I learned how to do that earlier on or I was exposed to things that that made me do that earlier on a little bit in college but it really happened mostly after college um Mm. And in some other education that I felt like would have been great for myself is just learning about trauma, learning about codependency, getting into therapy, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe like going to Al-Anon or like the CODA 12-step program, just something like that. Learning about that, like doing education outside of typical school for your personal growth, your mental health your understanding what the fuck this society is, how it got to this point. Um, And basically, you know, that would have just prevented a lot of, um, 
a lot of just like internal suffering, I think, of mm-hmm. not yeah. knowing what was driving me to do things uh, and, and just all that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, would have, I think, peeled back some layers and maybe I would have had a bit more peaceful of a time evolving than I did, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know we talk so much on here about wishing that our classes in high school had been different, that our college courses even sometimes were different because it's just like you get out of school and it's like, you know what the fucking quadratic equation is, but you don't know how to (laughs) (laughs) detach from trauma bonds and shit. It's like, well, what the fuck am I doing with the equation? You know, it's like that's not doing anything for me. Yes. But yes. anyway, um, mm-hmm. this is a quick one. Actually, I'll combine these two because they both have to do with like aesthetics. Number one, wear your goddamn sunscreen. <laughs> put, <laughs> put sunscreen on and like don't do. I mean, Jesus, I was like still really like laying out a lot in the summer. I think I was like still doing tanning beds. <gasps> Whoa, my, did like, I know ar- that about you? I, I did tanning beds oh, when I was in college. Whoa. And oh, my God. burn the shit out of you? So angry at my oh, college wow. self for doing that. Um, yeah, you know, I had I was struggling with acne for so long. And my mom, you know, bless her. She didn't. I, I, I think this was what worked for her. But I don't think she was thinking of, like, what the long-term effects were. But she was always like, you know, if, like, you have acne, like, it's good to just go get in the tanning bed because like for me that helps just mm. like you know to just kind of like bake it off <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh. i think that's the that's the scientific term i believe they yeah, use just, uh, just bake, <laughs> bake your acne off um listen is vitamin d good for your skin yeah it, it sure is but like not god that was just so bad so I had some sunscreen that was like in my moisturizer. So thank God mm. I was like getting a little bit at a certain point in my life. But yeah, young girls, put sunscreen on your face and your neck and the back of your hands every day because it's, it ages. It oh. gets wrinkly. Yeah. Even if you're not burning, there are UVA rays and UVB rays. And one of them is aging. One of them is burning. So even if you're not burning, you're still aging. Yes. So. And don't Protect forget yourself. sunscreen on your ears or the bottom of your feet, too. Yes. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yes. Bottom of your foot and the back of your calf is like the number. I think the, the top two places where they find really? spots. Yeah. Back Oof. of your calf and bottom of your foot, I think. And then I had I would always wear my hair in a bun and then my ears would get burnt to shit. Yes. And I was told by a dermatologist years ago, like, OK, you have burnt your ears too much and now you like you cannot afford to burn your ears anymore like you you don't want to be somebody who has to take a chunk of your ear off at some point i was like no thanks that fucked me up so now i'm like yeah lots of lathering and i wear my hair down in the sun and i like (laughs) yes sun hats all those things so wear your sunscreen and also i would tell myself to stop putting your hair up in like wet buns or wet ponytails because what happens is when you put your hair up and it's wet when it dries the strands expand and then they break so if you experience a lot of breakage in your hair um your hair when it's wet is just so different it's like very malleable but then when it dries then it's stiff and it will snap off with the like um the ponytail holder or 
just uh, in the little bun shape or whatever. So just make sure that your hair is dry when you're putting it up because I still, it's so hard to fix breakage. You kind of have to like let it grow out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I did that literally just this morning. Wet yep. bun. And that's how I got my waves, my, my, my current waves. Yeah. Um, but Try yeah, to do like oh, a, like let it dry and then... You know, I will like blow dry my hair and then when it's hot and dry, then I will like put it in a bun so that it gets that kind of like heated styling effect. Yeah. But if you put it up wet, it will like a lot of breakage can happen. Oh, hot tip. Look, yeah, we learned hot tip something. for 24-year-old me and 33-year-old Delaney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I learned something new every episode still yes. after all these years. Oh my God. Okay. How about what? you? Um, uh, I would... Tell myself to slow the fuck down and ask yourself what you're actually enjoying versus what you are not enjoying Mm. and use that as a compass for what you want to do next or like how you want to take things off of your plate. Because at 23, I didn't do that until I think I was 26 or 27. So it was still, you know, handful more years until I actually did that. And so 23 was just like busy, 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 not thinking about anything, not even understanding that your day to day could be enjoyable and fun and not filled with so much work. I just thought that's what life was. Life was stress. So I created that for myself. Um, And so, God, just slow the fuck down. Make a fucking list. Right. Get a pen and a piece of paper and and write down all the shit that you do currently all the, uh, you know, optional projects you're involved in and this and that. And what do you actually like? And, you know, it's going to be kind of scary because you're going to realize you don't like much about what you're doing. So that's (laughs) going to be scary. But yeah, there will be some there will be some hints in there that can help you figure out how you want to slowly and thoughtfully move forward in your life. That's a great one. Um, This is another kind of like bundled one so uh do not buy into pyramid schemes <laughs> <laughs> yes or any sort yeah. of like mlm multi-level yes. marketing anything that like is being promoted to you as kind of like a get rich quick thing uh like the, who i was at 24 And fuck, I mean, even a few years after that, and I think is when I talked about that other one on the podcast years ago, um, I was just like the perfect prey for people who run MLMs because I, I, um, needed money. I was, you know, I was broke. I was just trying to fulfill these comedy dreams and I was like working on day jobs and all this shit that it was just like so hard and so the thought of getting to make additional money and you know be my own boss or whatever the fuck it was just like I I just fell for it and so fortunately when I bought into when I got I I was able to get out immediately and I got my money back and so it was kind of like a no harm no foul but I just ooh, that was a bad that was a bad situation don't ever do that like you really the the percentage of people who actually can make money in the long term is like point is like the top right. point zero zero one percent of an MLM company. Like they, yeah. it has been proven over and over that you ultimately lose money. It's, it, they're so bad. Oh. They should all be illegal. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So not only that, but also do not get roped into long term payment situations. 
for things that are not necessary. So I'm not talking about a car. I'm talking about how um, at one point my ex-husband and I went into, it was like an Ashley home furniture and we just were going to get like, I think we were kind of getting like a chair or something. And then we totally got upsold into buying not just a new mattress, but like a new like spaceship bed. It was this like state of the art, you know, it feet and head, there's a remote, it vibrates, uh, the whole fucking thing. So exorbitantly expensive. We absolutely had no business buying something like this, but they got us with the whole like Ashley furniture payment plan of it's just, it's just like $40 a month, but for six years. And, you know, at the time we thought we were going to be together forever and we thought, well, we can each pay $20 a month for this incredible bed. Let's do it. I I mean, even if your relationship does last and you are doing an investment, it's like, don't, don't get into something like that where it's six years and I just, I don't know. I get a little weary of that stuff. So then we ended up like having to figure out what to do with it and it just was like a whole headache and yeah yeah I just I would advise against something that's like a six-year payment plan that generally means you probably financially should not be making that decision Um, I think things like getting a, a like a new computer from Best Buy but I think Best Buy does a pretty good situation with their credit card where it's like um payment plans for like a year that feels more reasonable that's like okay we're gonna get through this we're gonna pay this off but yeah I just would not let myself get into long-term things like that ever again yeah that's so that's so good that kind of it's related to my next one is just like um look into minimalism as soon as possible it'll change your life I didn't do that until I think my mid-20s so oh my gosh but basically like what you said like really getting honest about like what you need, what you don't need, what you actually want, what you don't. Like there's just so much excess um, in our world that it becomes so normalized and it becomes so normal to just like buy things mindlessly and accumulate things mindlessly and then just be stressed out and do all that kind of stuff. But my God, look into minimalism, do the, uh, read it, the, you know, the Marie Kondo books and watch the minimalist documentaries and read about that. And then on the other hand, also look into veganism because it will change your life and your health. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God, if I had, if I had not known about like going vegan earlier, I mean, it literally cured my acne. It cured my, I, I'm in remission for Hashimoto's thyroiditis I don't have it anymore you know my my digestive issues are gone like the list goes on so like look into all that stuff I don't even know if like some of these things were existed back then 10 years ago but like you know documentaries like earthlings and game changers and forks over knives and um cowspiracy look into ed winters like look up all the debates and stuff right like you'll enjoy it it'll it these like minimalism veganism these things will really change your life and really be a great compass for you for your values and your day-to-day and will make you just feel really good so yeah, gosh yeah. I, it would took a little while for me to find those things so that would have been nice if i had gotten a head start <laughs> yeah oh for sure i would also tell younger me to prioritize uh your health in particular like 
health insurance, dental insurance, mm. uh, things like that. Uh, I know that once you get off your parents' health insurance, it seems so daunting because especially if you don't have much money, you're like, well, I need to just put this money toward other things. Like I will, I'll make it through. I'll be fine. And there was a period in my, gosh, it must've been like late twenties that I did not go to the dentist for, I want to say two years and, uh, was just thinking to myself like, well, I'm, I'm really on top of the way I like, I've got a good toothbrush. I floss every night. Like, to be fair, I I am really proactive with oral care and stuff like that. But what you don't realize is, like, if you are not going and getting those professional deep cleans from a dentist, like, things just are going to build up. Like, there are things that you maybe can't see with your own eye as you're brushing your teeth. And so I just was putting off getting dental insurance And I don't think I even looked into how much it was to just like go in and get a cleaning without insurance. And it was a chunk of money, but it wasn't like insane. I think it was maybe a couple hundred dollars, maybe a few hundred bucks. Mm. But of course, when I went in a couple years later, I had cavities that then needed to be filled. And then that was a whole other expense. And uh, God, like you only get the one set of teeth after you lose your baby teeth. And it's I mean, there are so many jokes made about like, what the fuck? Like, it's so weird that like that we have these things that just will slowly over time, they're just like decaying in our mouth until we die. Right, right. And you have to try to keep up with them. But yeah, I mean, I just look back now and I'm like, what were you thinking? Like, set some money aside. Don't go buy that new fucking pair of pants or whatever the fuck that you really think you need when you don't. Yeah. And go go to the dentist. So yeah. even if you think you're doing a good job keeping up with stuff, you really, I, I can't encourage, you know, people in their twenties enough to just like make sure they're staying on top of it. Cause you only, you only get your teeth. Oh gosh. It's so funny. Like if somebody handed you $50,000 right now, how, you, what you would do differently with that money now in your thirties than what you would have done in your twenties. Oh like, I'm just like, Oh, it's, it, and you know, people would always say like, hey, save your money or do this or do that. But it's like, you just don't hear it until you go through it. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just like, I will at some point. But right now, my boob job is the most important thing in my life. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh. It's just so funny because yeah, it's like, if you're tuning in and you're in your early twenties and you're like, "Ah, I'll do this at some point. I get that. But also like, you're gonna wish that you had done a little bit of it earlier yeah just prioritize just the uh, how your priorities shift so much oh my gosh it's unreal um my last one is just like enjoy every phase of the next decade because it is going to be a lot of different stuff you are going to have multiple um how shall I say, love interests. You are going to have multiple different jobs and mm-hmm. and and hobbies and this. And like, you are not going to know when a lot of like projects and phases will change. And so really being present, enjoying like those really peak moments and really cool opportunities. And um, just, you don't have to work. You don't have to do so much work around a lot of these things. Like I, I if I could tell myself like, 
just do the minimum work required for a great job or like an excellent job and like don't mm-hmm. do all these optional projects don't do all yeah. these optional organization projects or things are going to change so quickly that you're just you're doing unnecessary work that is you're not going to need at some point soon because in six months something's going to change to where that project that you did it, it, you just don't need it anymore so like Right. I, I, I'm just like shift your perspective and, and instead of doing the most at all times, like what's the bare minimum you can do to get yeah. the same result and yes. uh, just maybe experiment with things before diving full into them. My so gosh, smart. the amount of times I claimed on the podcast, this is what I'm doing now. Have I tried it? Not really, um, but I'm going to do it. And uh, here I go. And then I try it. I'm like, oh gosh, I tried it. It's not for me. Uh, yeah. whoops. Really, really went too fast on that one. Really should have just done a little weekend experiment. See, dip my toe in. Didn't do That's those okay. things, but now I do. Yeah. As much as possible. Um, <laughs> my last one is to just really cherish the time that you have with your family and with your friends. You know, similar to what you just said, just know that like you can't predict the future you never know what's going to happen no I wouldn't want myself to live in fear but I just would want to you know obviously like if I knew at 24 what I knew now that my mom would um get dementia I I really feel like I did cherish my time with my mom back then uh, before dementia but I just think I think it's really common for a lot of us especially with our parents where we take them for granted because they are our parents and um if you have a relationship with them where you feel that there is unconditional love back and forth it can just be easy to like you know have stupid arguments or just you know not not think of it as like oh my god what if what if i only have a certain number of years left with with one of my parents and um so yeah I, I I am grateful that I I don't think I would change much because I I do feel like I did cherish um my time with my mom before dementia but I just I think I would have been even more like mindful about you know letting dumb shit go or just yeah you know just stuff like that so yeah all that all that good stuff yeah but, um well, this is a fun one. I, yeah. I, I like doing this exercise. Yeah. Gosh, my gosh. Yeah. If you're if you're in your early 20s, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just save you a, a decade full of pain and uh, being lost. Yeah. yeah. Let us make mistakes for you. <laughs> uh, um, do you have a segment? I do. I do. I have a couple. So, you know, I have a good shit and an absolutely what the fuck uh, okay. moment. So... My good shits are the past couple weekends have been lovely. I spent one one weekend uh, with my family. My sister's uh, turned 22. We had a little birthday thing for her. Um, then I went to my other sister's play. She was in a musical. And I saw some friends, went on a hike. I mean, I just had a really great time with, you know, staying with my family for the weekend. Was was lovely. Nice. And then um, had a nice weekend this past weekend, too. Went to... Um, 
the Academy Museum in Hollywood. Uh, Cam gets like a bunch of cool free stuff through his work. So we got some free tickets for that. And then we went to um, we went to this really cool restaurant, this Ethiopian restaurant. And I never had Ethiopian food before. It was a really yeah. cool experience. Absolutely delicious. Loved it. Definitely want to go back. Um, and then my so just had a really pleasant time the last couple of weeks. But then um, my the fuck situation is uh, a little friend of mine who uh, an unwelcomed friend came back. And that, if you tuned in a long time, about a year ago, I talked about having um, what's called a Bartholin cyst. And this is a little too much information, but I, I, I'm hoping it helps somebody somewhere where yeah. um yeah, a cyst formed on my labia of all places to have one oh. truly painful experience oh. and how to have like a procedure done for it to like go away. But then it came back. It grew back with a vengeance. God. And so I had to go in literally this morning. I am currently in recovery oh. um, and get it, you know, get it taken care of again. But um, if it c- comes back, I actually have to have surgery on my labia slash Bartholin gland situation. Um, and, you know, so if it comes back, I have to like, yeah, it have to be like a, a surgery to basically create like a permanent, you know, opening so it doesn't get clogged anymore. And it's just so, so painful, so strange, like so <sighs> scary to find that last year, not knowing what it was. So yeah. if you've had one or if you have something and you didn't, you're not sure what it is, my heart goes out to you. Uh, only like 2% of females get it. And um, so it's just like this weird freak thing that they don't know what's caused it. They don't know how to prevent it. You just either God. get them or you don't. And so, yeah. What the fuck? It's, it came back. What the fuck, man? I'm so sorry. It's it's all right. I just like we knew it could come back. She's like, look, this this thing, you know. There's like no real cure. Like even if you get surgery, it's not a guarantee that they won't come God. back. So it's like you might just like have these. I'm like, what the? What? I'm so sorry. It's awful. <sighs> awful. Thanks. Well, not something that anybody needs to deal with. Look, it's yeah. Return of the puss lump. It's not fun. <laughs> oh, it's that not sounds fun. like one of the land before times. Land Before Time 27, Return of the Post-Lump. It sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> it does. It does. Oh, gosh. Holy yes. shit. Yes. My God. Listen, this is adulthood. This is your 30s, people. This is your 30s. Is- yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, how do I follow that? Uh, I've, Chad and I have been watching Great British Baking Show. So Perfect. I mean, great. yeah. Yeah. Ah, great uh, transition love it. we've just been loving it i used to watch it all the time and then i kind of fell off for a couple of seasons but man if you are looking for a feel-good fun upbeat positive get a look at a bunch of delicious things being baked it's such a good show it's on netflix check it out we have an itunes review this is from rachel leah becker uh, they say, I've been listening to Self Helpless on and off for years and recently came back to the show. I've been loving the episodes lately. Thanks for the quarter life crisis episode. Such a needed reminder to take a deep breath and try to be present and enjoy the life I've built for myself. Rachel, yes. thank you. Oh, God, Rachel. I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that that episode was helpful and that you've been loving the episodes lately. Yeah. That's, what that's so great to hear. Great review for this episode topic too. Yes. To just be present and enjoy 
your life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank oh, you thank so you, much. Rachel. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Guys, yeah. take the time. Just it, it can take you two seconds. Go just go leave a nice little review on iTunes for us. It'll get read on the show. And it helps yeah. us stay uh, stay on the charts and in people's algorithms and all that good stuff. You betcha. Really yeah. mean a lot. Thank you. Yeah, guys. All, all right. right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Have New a Year. wonderful week. And yes. uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Oh, bye. Bye. Maybe I'm selfless. Thank you for tuning in to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend, left an iTunes review, or feel free to post it on your Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs>